0: Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, happy Friday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show, and thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, and thank you for joining us here from the Stratus IP studios. Here in lovely Eastern Indiana, don't let cyber attacks or old technology slow your company down. Learn more at StratusIP.net or schedule a consultation at BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash Stratus stratusip.com forward slash uh, I'm sorry show.com forward slash stratusip business technology Simplified. there we go folks thank you for joining us on today's episode really looking forward to uh, our conversation with uh, a candidate running out here in uh, now my new home state the great state of Indiana uh, but also a guy I would say has become a really good friend but first we're gonna go ahead and give a shout out to today's sponsor one of our sponsors and that is the uh, the awesome group of folks over at Young Americans for Liberty and uh, by the way this is the last day they are our sponsor today so I want to give a special thank you to Young Americans for Liberty for being this past month's sponsor and uh, also to all of you folks out there this is your last chance here on the program to uh, to get involved with Young Americans for Liberty's amazing opportunity that's going to let you jump head first into the liberty movement and make a real impact and that is helping elect pro liberty candidates across the country as part of Operation Win at the Door. Why is that important? Well how about this? They're helping elect Elect principled candidates who are dedicated to fighting for gun rights, keeping our troops home, parental rights and education, talking about school choice, that's right, CJR, ending our senseless spending, and many other winning liberty policies and we talk about this all the time in the program winning liberty policies is important because when we talk about winning we need to mean it and we look at our candidates here they their work speaks for itself these are the cat the, the candidates who help pass constitutional carry and in, in this state here of indiana but also states like texas and alabama they helped fight the lockdowns every step of the way which is also a reason i moved out of a state like pennsylvania and they did so all while helping make liberty win so if you want to help make a difference and get liberty candidates elected across the country and be a part of the fight to help actually make some impact in this insane political climate here in 2022. Well, here you go. You can join one of these campaigns now through November 8th, which is just around the corner, guys. And guess what? Gas covered, housing fully provided for, and you'll be compensated a total of $2,800 a month for your work on the campaign trail if this sounds interesting go to briannickelshow.com forward slash y-a-l to apply and make a real change in this country today that's briannickelshow.com forward slash y-a-l let's make liberty win briannickelshow.com forward slash y-a-l all right folks so i teased it yes he's running for u.s senate out here in indiana james Seniac, libertarian welcome back to the program
1: Hey, thanks for having me on. Always appreciate our conversations, both uh in interviews and in person. So it's been great to get to know you, Brian. Glad you moved out to Indiana, the best state in in the, the continental US. You
0: know what? I'm I'm start I'm starting to agree with that. Pretty uh pretty much so. You know, and it's nothing about the, the area itself in particular. I mean, I will confess I did not so much enjoy the 90 plus degree temperatures that carried through up until, like, what, two weeks ago? But I will say the one thing that has really, really kept me just, like, so excited about the future living here is the people. The people here are just so contagiously nice. And it was weird at first, moving from the Northeast and coming out here to the the Midwest and realizing that, wait, people are just nice? That's a thing? And and that was not only like witness firsthand, but almost, you know, resoundingly reaffirmed. So we have a mutual friend here in the, uh, the We Are Libertarians network, Jeremiah Morrill, and his parents, um, bless their hearts, they got hit with a tornado back uh, a few months ago. And uh, there was a, a day of cleanup where, what was it, like, like 40 people or so were at the house and there was like you know, trucks and, and um, there was uh, like excavators and, and just, it was a group of us with, you know, what, seven or eight chainsaws out taking down the truck trees that were ripped up and helping you know clean up around the 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 area it was so great to see just that sense of community james and you know i miss that philadelphia Good luck. I, I I would be more you know luckily lucky to hear folks out in my, my back alleyway, you know, engaged in in you know a screaming match or you know shooting. Yeah, honestly, I hear there's always gun gun is it gunshots or fireworks? What is it? Yeah, that was always a fun game to play. So yes, I'm so happy to live here, James. And and frankly, I'm so excited to see that not only do we have great candidates who are out there running across the board, but specifically great candidates with a big L next to their name, and they actually have a shot. Let's talk about that libertarians here in this uh this great state of Indiana are actually having quite an impact in the electoral scene. So let's start off here James, introduce yourself to the audience again cuz it's been a while since you're on the show, but also number 2, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the libertarian's role here in uh, Indiana.
1: Well, we have a lot of exciting things happening in Indiana, but before we get to that, uh, I want to acknowledge that tornado. And I know Hoosiers come together and always help their neighbors, but it's incredible to see firsthand everybody that came out. And that was an incredible moment where I realized the Hoosier generosity. So it, it's real life. It's the philosophy that we have to volunteer and, and better our communities through volunteerism and make sure that we take care of our neighbors. So- knowledge thank you brian for helping with that and it was a great event um we we had fun while doing work and making sure that we took care of our neighbors so i am james seniak i'm the libertarian candidate for the u.s senate here in indiana and we have a lot of exciting things happening in this race and as libertarians uh as a whole in the state uh we definitely have a large uh impact here and We are running great candidates. We got Tanya Millis. We got Andrew Horning. We got statewide candidate Jeff Moore for secretary of state, which is our ballot access race. Incredible to be running beside him. Uh, we actually travel a lot together, so we've gotten to know each other really well. And these are just a couple of the candidates. We got local candidates like Kristen Alexander, who absolutely incredible. And I actually think she's going to win her race. So there's a couple of local races I'm looking forward to a little bit about my race. Uh, it is a statewide race, obviously U.S. Senate. And the last statewide race that we had was the governor of Indiana. Uh, and that was Donald Rainwater, who pulled at a uh, ended up getting 11% of the votes. So that was absolutely thrilling to see. And we have that impact in Indiana. And I hope to continue to hold that torch of liberty and show that libertarians do have a platform here in Indiana and across the U.S.
0: Well, then let's talk about that platform, right? Because uh, honestly, James, at the end of the day, I think – there's a big misconception, uh, that folks have. And I say folks, let's just talk about your average person out there that aren't in our, our political sphere or libertarian sphere. Cause even in the political sphere, there's mischaracterizations all the time. And even in our libertarian sphere, I don't think we can all agree who's the, 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 tr- you know, one true libertarian out there, James. Um, but with that <laughs> being said, let's talk about, you know, we're, we're bringing these ideas to your average person. We have to not just be the third choice, right? We have to start bringing solutions. People, People don't want to just vote for an alternative, and I think this is something we've had to get better at. I actually was at the uh, the LP um, Libertarian Party of Indiana like a convention here back in March. I think it was when I first moved yep, out here. March. And and one of the things I talked about was you know we have to be different, and there was a little bit of pushback, you know, because some folks just want to be the alternative. They just want the, you know that's good enough, and our principles then will win folks over. I'm like, no, 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 we have to actually focus on dare I say, the issues that people care about. Because at the end of the day, if they don't see the value in what we're bringing to the table addressing those problems, then they're going to write us off. They're going to ignore us. It doesn't matter if we're the third party. And, and that's the part that drives me crazy, too. Sure, 60, I think it was, 70% of Americans think there needs to be a third party to compete with the, the Republican Party and the Democratic Party. It's there, and yet we haven't done a good job being able to take the uh, the, the torch and carry it over the finish line more than we we really should have. Now, granted, there is a lot of barriers we have to face. Whether it's looking at Indiana, I know there's still single party uh, ticket voting, where you can go ahead, just check, and you hit Republican, that goes down the uh, the ballot. Now, that might actually help us uh, libertarians here. I heard. So let's talk about that in a second too. But um, let you know, you see that there's that ballot access issues. Um, the the you know folks like Larry Sharp up in New York, he's having trouble even getting on the ballot because the the board of elections up there in the state have been fighting him. So. We have an uphill battle, but if we start leading with more solutions, we change the conversation and we get more people on our side, it gets a lot easier to face those battles because now we have a movement versus just a few more radicalized folks who, you know, the, the, the folks that are in the controlling entities of power, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll deal with us, right? They'll, they'll let us have our fun or stand there with our blowhorn and our, our, our boot on our head. Uh, but they won't, you know, let us actually get into positions of power where we can make real substantive change. How do we do that? Get people into positions of power. Power beyond that but also help build libertarian solutions so that's my obvious uh rant and, and rave there J- james what are you seeing for some of these top issues here that you want to address as you're running for office because i'm sure people are asking you for some help here what are the issues you're seeing and what are you doing to help bring those up I, I know you brought up three and hey maybe i'll leave the conversation here i know you mentioned veteran care that's been a big thing you've been talking about lead, lead us here uh, down that conversation what are you seeing as that big issue and where can we libertarians help so
1: you're absolutely correct. If we're going to run any serious race, we have to come to the table with solutions. And, and that is coming to the table. So it's meeting for me, it's meeting Hoosiers where they're at. And I've been called a very moderate libertarian, but that's because I care about the issues that are relevant to Hoosiers. And I'm not uh, forming the same rhetoric of these principles without a heart. So I have to meet people where they're at before I can uh, look at some of these other issues within the libertarian platform. So with that, one of the first things with what I decided to run on is veterans. And the reason for this is while I was still uh, very early on and just announced I was going to run, I was bartending and a, a veteran came in and he said, I heard that you announced. What are you going to do for me? What are you going to do for veterans? And so I had this conversation and I pointed to some policies that I thought a veteran would uh, appreciate and just the idea of in principles. And he goes, no, 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 no. What are you going to do for me? What are you going to do for veterans? And Mm. this was a real moment where I had to learn. uh, It was a learning moment in my campaign. And I said, I'm not going to have the solutions for everything, but let me hear your concerns. What's going on? How can we do better for you? And so he goes, look, veterans often gravitate towards rural areas. They don't like metropolitan areas. The VA offices are always in metropolitan areas. He said they're often inconvenient. The red tape is still there. And veterans health is is just gone by uh, and Democrats and Republicans have refused to do actually look at this issue and fix anything. So as a libertarian, I want to come to the table with solutions. And my whole campaign is a solution based campaign. So if I don't have solutions for Hoosiers, there's no reason they should vote for me. Mm. But I do. And I have a solution for veterans. And it's it's my vet care program. This is an actual program that I wrote with my team. And we didn't take it through any other when I do take policy through other individuals, I I very much credit that organization, whatever that might be. But this is something my team, we really wanted to have a heart for. So we looked at this and I've, I've looked at a health savings account and how much that helps a lot of Hoosiers with general medical needs. And I said, why don't we do something very similar for our veterans? And I called it a veterans personal care account where we unilaterally move funds from the VA office to a health savings account, which is that veterans personal care account. And then what this does is it really opens up their health needs. So whatever physician is best meeting their needs at that time, and even with mental health, it it can be uh, counselors and that kind of help as well. And then it also allows them to go whatever location is most convenient for them. There has been some, I believe 2018 the bill passed, where there has been some movement towards this idea, but this really opens it up entirely. And it's, it's not a half, half bill where the VA is still not serving you. And you have to go through all this red tape to even be able to go to this other location. This is a all out program where it just better serves veterans. And it is a libertarian solution because what it does is it moves that unilateral funding from the VA to private industry and to the health savings account to give the veterans their choice. I'm absolutely thrilled about this program, and I'm really excited that my team can present this and that I will be able to talk about it um, and push this narrative. Uh, when I was talking to a very large, actually the largest newspaper in Indiana about this, she, the reporter looked at me and she's like, wait, you wrote this program? I said, yeah, it's because it's something I care about. And I believe that we can really change the narrative on taking care of our veterans.
0: And what did you talk about earlier about the, what that veteran said? What was the first thing he said to you? As far as when he came in,
1: he mm-hmm. said, What are what are you gonna do for me?
0: And right there, right? Okay, folks. So when I say that that everything is sales, we did a whole episode on this, right? One of the foundational things when we're talking to a buyer buyer, they're always asking What's in it for me? And and that is just so perfectly exemplified by what that that veteran was looking for when he was speaking to you, James. He was looking to see, what are you gonna do for me? And we have to tune into that radio station, right? What is in it for me station for our, our customers? And in this case, you have to meet them where they're at on that issue. And that's exactly what you did there. And talking about issues, you know, today I had to go uh, pick up some groceries and I, I walked into the grocery store and I walked through and I started looking at some of the prices and I haven't actually been like into the grocery store in a little bit. I usually do like a pickup or, you know, an Instacart or something like that. So walking into the grocery store and like looking at some of the prices, I kind of forgot like, oh my God, this stuff is expensive. It's gotten really, really <laughs> expensive. And I, I'm seeing this across the board. More and more folks, James, are are It's getting scared because like you you can't keep this up you can't keep increasing the the cost of your bills every single month if you're on a fixed income and especially for families who already are on a tight shoestring budget so talk to us about like the fiscal security and the economic uncertainty that we have right now and what's the the libertarian james seniac approach to offering a libertarian solution there
1: so uh, this covers numerous topics, but fiscal sanity is my general policy. And again, it's meeting Hoosiers where uh, where it matters most. It's constantly the highest polling topic, despite Dobbs coming out, despite other issues being brought forth. P- polling at number one is inflation and what uh, how it's hurting my wallet, how it's hurting money across the table. And Brian, you're right. Uh, when we go to the grocery store, just to feed our family, whether whether it's going out to eat or whether it's buying it in the grocery store, it has gone ast- up astronomically. And we're not talking about just the 8% inflation rate that we keep hearing about. I believe that those numbers are actually higher when we look at the grocery store, when we look at uh, even gas prices. And, and so, oh, go on. Oh, no, I'm just, yep. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so really, this is an issue that everybody knows because they're having to redo their budgets. Maybe they didn't even have a budget and now they're uh, realizing that they're racking up credit cards faster. I, I just read a report where credit cards are going up a lot. So a very important issue. We have to come to the table with solutions. The first one is the federal reserve. And we know this as libertarians, how uh, the federal reserve directly affects inflation and and that part. But we also have to present that message to the general Hoosier public and allow them to understand where, uh, how printing money actually does that. And so uh, Jeff running statewide with him, he actually has a really good analogy about how a dollar bill is just a borrow promise from the government. And he talks about, if you go to promise 10 neighbors on your street, that you're going to all help them on Saturday to move to their next location. <laughs> uh, they're going to soon realize that that promise is meaningless. And so that's what's happening with our dollar bill. We're inflating it too much with the Federal Reserve and the printing. We have to explain that, but we also have to explain other policies. Uh, I'm a big advocate for the Rand Paul's penny plan. I, I think there's some things that I can adjust within that plan, but the reality is, is each agency, uh, it decreases the budget by 1%. And looking at these plans that are already laid out foundationally, but will help Hoosiers and help America as a whole create an economics uh stability for the future generations and not just stability at this point but opportunity if we keep going down the path we're going down my nieces will not have that opportunity for innovation and uh economic security so it's critical that we take these steps now and then the other one is balanced budget right we we have as homes we know we have to balance our budget we are not doing this on the federal level and and it's a scary place to be uh again it's kicking the can down the road we have to do something about it now So these are all parts I want to implement with fiscal sanity. And Hoosiers are really taking to this. They say, yes, we need to do something so that not just us currently in this situation have have relief, but that we can see relief for future generations. And that actually creates a better environment.
0: (laughs) So Two things. One, uh, just makes me think of are you familiar with The Office, the TV show The Office? I've watched it through once um, and I I
1: kind of rushed through it because I knew Netflix was taking it off, but I do love it. And I hope to definitely rewatch it after the election a second time.
0: Perfect. Okay, good. Because there's that one part where uh, Michael, he's in the warehouse and he knocks over everything and uh, he goes to Daryl, who's the head of the, the warehouse. He goes, don't worry, we're going to find something uh, to clean that up. And Daryl goes, we're the ones who got to clean that up. That's how <laughs> it feels like um, when, when you're looking at what's happening right now, especially with the money. But you went back to the analogy you did. It was perfect about the uh, the guy who says he's going to help do the uh, the moving every single you know Saturday for uh, everybody in the neighborhood on that same Saturday. And it's like, yeah, we all had that one friend. Uh, you know, I can think of one particular friend, in, uh, you know, for my my own circle that I had some issues with. Uh, every time I had to move, oh, yeah, I'll be there. And then, you know, there's always a wedding with that friend that he, he, he was doing. I just can't be there. I'm so sorry. Uh, but no, anyways, I, I see your point. You know, 100% there is. Absolutely. Um, you know, this, this understanding, I think across the board now that our money's broken, like something's wrong. And especially when you're seeing how, how easily it can be manipulated by the Fed just raising the interest rates and, and it's sending the stock market tanking. And this is just the tip of the iceberg, folks. Uh, back in the eighties, they had to put the interest rate, what it was like 20%. And, and that was when we had just, Tiny, tiny little debt. And now, you know, it's going to be astronomical. And where we are right now, oh my gosh, good strap in. So, uh, yeah, no. before we go to number three, by the way, and uh, I do want to go ahead and give a shout out to one of our new sponsors we have here at the program, James, and that is Right Strategies. Now, folks, uh, Right Strategies, if you're either a candidate like James, and you're looking to amplify your message with your voters, or if you have your own small business and you're trying to reach your customers where they spend their time, well, hey, look no further. We got Wright Strategies here who help specialize in unique challenges of both those folks who are running for political campaigns, but also the challenges that small business owners face in the digital landscape. With a proven track record of helping her clients win elections and grow their businesses using smart, strategic, digital marketing, Wright Strategies is the perfect partner to help you reach your... Your goals. Morgan and her team of experts will help save you time and money while you are able to amplify your message to help you win that election, but also help win in the marketplace. Hey, by the way, they have an also uh, an awesome SMS texting feature from Right Strategies that helps you receive an efficient, affordable, and smart way to focus your marketing budget by helping you reach thousands of voters and customers to help you make a powerful impact on the outcome of your election and your business growth. From social media management to expert graphic design work to marketing your product or campaign, Right Strategies can put together a plan that makes sense for your goals and do so within your budget. Want to learn more about how Right Strategies can help you win your elections and grow your businesses, head to briannicholshow.com forward slash rs to get your free campaign or marketing plan report card. Yeah, that's right, free. And of course, be sure to let Morgan and the Right Strategies team know that I sent you. Again, that's briannicholshow.com forward slash rs amplifying your message where voters and your customers spend their time com forward slash RS all right James we're getting to the uh, the tail end here and number three you have here on your list is medical freedom now that could wait you know go across a range of areas talk to us what's this uh, libertarian approach to medical freedom and and why does that matter here in 2022? It absolutely
1: matters. And, and COVID really brought this policy out for me. And it was something that I was concerned during COVID uh, era of seeing what the government could force and not force. And one of the things I saw was the vaccination push as far as we um, a federal mandate. And it actually got to the point where Todd Young, my, my, the incumbent Republican who's running in Indiana, voted for federal mandated empl- uh, vaccinations for federal employees. And so it's very scary what the government, uh, if, you know, they start there. Wh- where can they expand this to? And the reason I believe that this is such an important issue is that I don't believe politicians should act as our physicians. And when we look at any sort of pill bottle from any of our cabinets, we can look at the side effects on the back of that. And the ba- that is a real risk to taking any medication. Often uh, the pros outweigh the cons, and that's why we end up taking that medication, and we can decide if that's a proactive strategy that we want with our doctor's advice. But when politicians start intertwining into this mess, it it creates a very scary environment of what it does for the individual freedom and for medical freedom. Uh, there's also a lot of parts to this. There's the idea that you know cannabis is an alternative, and I, I believe that cannabis is. An answer to opiate addictions, as well as helping with some uh, depression and anxiety, uh, contraceptive options, making them over the counter so that we can uh, that ties into the even Dobbs, where we can reduce abortions before abortions even happen. So a lot ties into medical freedom. And there's so, so many factors, but this is a really important issue to fight for. And I believe that Hoosiers want to fight for their freedoms. And, and this is one of them.
0: And by the way, folks, I mean, we just went like, what, two and a half years of being asked, like, uh, do you have your mask on? Um, are you vaccinated? You can't eat here. Okay. Granted, this is what I experienced, right? I'm not, not here so much in Indiana now, but back in Philly, this was real life. Like you can't eat here unless you show us your vax passport. Like that wasn't that long ago. We saw people being threatened by the federal government to be fired from their job for refusing to either take a jab against their you know, personal medical decisions or to reveal that information to employers. What's happening? And this was just, again, over the past two years. So it's it's not like this is something that is not a contemporary or, or topical conversation piece. As a matter of fact, it's, I would say, that one of the most important things, James. So thank you for having that be a part of your campaign as well. And uh, yes, thank you for, for running here in Indiana to bring some real libertarian values uh, to uh, Washington. Now, James, we are at the part of the show, unfortunately, where we are going to say goodbye. However, mm-hmm. I want before we say goodbye to make sure uh, we give you a chance to leave the audience with final thoughts. Before I give you that chance, I will give my final thoughts. And that is uh, we need more folks like you, James, frankly. And, and that is across the board in the Libertarian Party, we need good people who are going to run for office and show that we can do good things It's not a matter of trying to be the most edgy. It's not a matter of trying to be the most libertarian. It's not a matter of trying to be the most pragmatic. It's not a matter of trying to be the most, uh, you know, building of bridges and and building of coalitions. It's a matter of trying to be the best good people we can be. We need more good people across the board. James, you exemplify that, you live your values, not just as a libertarian, but also when you're out there just being a good person here uh, on this earth. So thank you for that, and I challenge you folks out there in the audience please if you're interested in making a a change in your community go ahead run for office run for local school board or city council run for town council run for city legisl or city county legislator run for assembly run for state senate run for u.s senate run for president do something get involved so long as you're willing to help promote the idea that good people bring out the good in people james that's my final thought for today what do you got for us
1: well, first, I appreciate those compliments and I appreciate you having me on the show. Uh, we absolutely can make a change and we need to stop looking at the stale policies of Washington and really fight us uh, with fresh approaches. So, if you like what you hear today, a fresh modern approach to Washington, D.C., with libertarian values and principles that promote freedom and protect our First and Second Amendment rights, unlike my opponents on both sides, then I encourage you to look for ways to get active. Uh, You could get active in my campaign by donating, spreading the word on social media. And uh, if you're here in Indiana, come volunteer. We need more bodies. So those are all important ways. As Brian said, run for election in your area. Um, You know, start now. Start looking for two years down the road, even next year if your um, city is up. For me, uh, Greenwood has a mayor election next year, so there's already elections that you can look forward to to uh, start putting in the work now because you have to start early. Uh, but yeah, a fresh, modern approach. I definitely thank you for listening in today, and I. I appreciate you again, Brian. Thanks for having me on.
0: Absolutely, buddy. Well, hey, folks, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor here as we're wrapping up. Two things. Number one, I want to give a special shout out to our, our sponsors here for today's show. Uh, the past month, we've had Young Americans for Liberty and their operation went at the door. So shout out to uh, Young Americans for Liberty. And it was a great time hanging out with them back in August at their uh, Revolution 2022. Just thousand plus like liberty activists all ready to rock and roll and make a change in their communities. Get you jacked up, man. It's so exciting. Um, But then also, shout out to Right Strategies, our new sponsor here in the program. So if you're interested in uh, helping either your campaign, yes, if you're running for office, or if you're just a small business owner looking for a little extra help here as you're moving things forward in the digital landscape, briannicholshow.com forward slash RS. And then also, folks, uh, I'm gonna ask you to do me a favor, and that is if you get value from what we're doing here, The Brian Nichols Show, having folks like James on the program who are running for office or having folks on the program who talk to you about solutions they're bringing to the table, or a different way of doing things, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Go ahead to briannigleshow.com forward slash support. And uh, you can do either uh, one, Give us a one-time PayPal donation, $5, $20, $100, whatever it is. Every little bit goes right back here into the program. And then number two, you can become a super fan. $5 a month over on our Patreon. Become a supporting listener. It's uh, only $5 a month. That's less than what? A couple trips to the uh, the old cafe. Um, and that's not too shabby at all. It's less than a cup of coffee. So, hey, if you're interested in in helping support the show as we grow, but also because you get some value, well, please go ahead and consider uh, supporting us here at The Brian Nickel Show, briannicholoshow.com forward slash donate and then by the way folks again if you got value from today's episode in particular and you're in this great state of indiana do me a favor share today's episode with uh, your family your friends and also uh, let me know about it let me know that you enjoyed today's episode go ahead tag us uh, on social media you can uh, find me at b nichols liberty james where can folks go ahead and find you they want to continue the conversation yeah
1: so uh my website www.ceniac4senate.com that's s-c-e-n-i-a-k And then uh, the F-O-R is spelled out. So, Seniac4Senate.com. I'm also very active on Facebook, so you can find me, James Seniac for US Senate on Facebook. And then Twitter, uh, Seniac4Senate on Twitter. So. All three of those are great ways to follow my campaign.
0: Perfect. And folks, you know the drill. I uh, will include this all for you over on BrianNicholsShow.com. If you're over in the podcast version of the show, all you got to do, click that little artwork in your podcast. Catch it. We'll bring you right over to today's episode where you can find, yes, the entire show notes, the entire transcript from today's episode. By the way, you can also find all uh, James's social media, as he mentioned here today. And you can find almost all uh, 600 other episodes, James. Can you believe that? 600 episodes? That's awesome, congrats on that. Man, no wonder I'm so tired. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, also, folks, if you enjoyed the episode as well, well, don't worry. We also have a video version of the show. If you're missing that, head over to briannickelshow.com as well where you can find the YouTube version of the program. And by the way, we also have uh, the show over on Odyssey. Search Brian Nickel Show over on Odyssey. Just either way, hit the subscribe button and that little notification bell so you're not missing a single time. We go live with some awesome guests here like James Ceniac. So with that being said, folks, thank you for joining us. And the, oh, by the way, did you hear we had an awesome conversation yesterday i gave you guys four tips to go ahead and help move people away from their political status quo or political apathy you might go ahead and check that conversation out with myself uh yeah i guess it was not so much a conversation it was more so uh me coaching and teaching you guys so check that out i'll include that link right here otherwise folks thank you for joining us this week it's brian nichols signing off here on the brian nichols show for james Ceniac. we'll see you next week thanks for listening to the brian nichols show